2: No brotherly love in Philly as the Hawks drop their third straight to the Sixers. We're going to talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go!
0: Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks.
1: Lays it in to Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floated!
2: E-Dub. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And if you're rocking with me tonight... I surely appreciate it, because I know folks don't like to listen to podcasts after a loss. (laughs) Nevertheless, man, we're rocking and we're rolling, and we got to talk about it, right? We got to talk about it, so we're going to come on with the come on, we're going to get on with the get down, all right? So, first things first, man. Make sure, uh, first of all, thank you for checking out the podcast if you stumbled onto the pod if this is your first time, welcome in. I'm your host, Edub. I appreciate you for checking out our little spot on the web. Secondly, want you guys to connect with us on our social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Hawks Beat is how you get at us. Uh, find our Facebook page, our Twitter, Instagram, and give us a follow there. Last but definitely not least, make sure you subscribe to the pod and rate it. Give us five stars and we greatly appreciate it. You know? So, let's get into it, folks. Hawks lose their third straight game, a tough loss tonight in Philly. Oh, my God, it was a tough one. I'm not even going to lie to you. It was a tough one. Um, So, let's let's get into these notes, man. We watched the game. I'm not even going to spend a lot of time on the game notes, to be honest with you. I'm not going to do it. I'm not even going to talk about the pregame stuff, the injuries. I'm going to skip that. I'm skipping that tonight. We're not going to go over that. We're not going to talk about the line. We're not going to talk about the first quarter. We're not going to talk about the second quarter. We're not going to talk about nothing else but this second half. Because what we are seeing is starting to become. (sighs) This is the third straight game where they have blown. Well, and, and it's not even so much that they've blown a lead. It is the second half. Something happens at the halftime where they just get tight. Where they're just like, okay, well, I don't know what we're going to do. Like, this is the third game in a row that this has happened. This happened in Houston. This happened last night against the Miami Heat. And it happened again in Philly. So there is something problematic that is going on in the second half of these games. To, uh, I don't know, man. The Hawks, for some reason, they get the lemon booty. (laughs) For those of you that are new to the show, lemon booty is just a creative term I like to use. When a team, uh, whenever things get tight. They get tight and they don't perform and they didn't perform tonight, man. Um, last night, I, I put that I put a good majority on that loss on Nate. Um, it seems a lot of people want to do the same tonight. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that when I get to my takeaways. But again, the second half, you get outscored 53 to 46. And. To show you how close it was, the numbers are pretty much identical almost. You know, the Hawks shot good from the field. They shot good for three from once. But uh, they just didn't make enough plays. You know, they had too many turnovers, too many empty possessions. And when it came down to it, their star was better than the Hawks star. Yo, I'm telling you, listen, listen to me. When it comes down to it, sometimes in the game of basketball where only five people can play, if their star is better than your star, sometimes that's all it takes for them to win a game. And to be honest with you, the Hawk star hasn't been starring like he needs to be starring. And I know that's not correct language, correct English, but that's the reality of the situation. Joel Embiid scored the last 11 points for the Hawks. I mean, not the Hawks. For the Sixers. He scored the last 11 points. He got pretty much the game-winning block when Trey tried to throw an alley-oop over his head. (laughs) And folks blame Nate for that. (laughs) Listen, I'm sure that when Trey came off that pick, Nate didn't say, hey, Whatever the case, you make sure you throw that lob over Embiid. He probably had the option. If the lob is there, throw it. If not, hit him with the teardrop. I don't know why he threw the lob. I don't know. I'd love to ask him the question. But I didn't travel to Philly. Embiid was sensational when it mattered. He was very much average and pedestrian that first half. And I, I I tweeted. I was like, look, I said... um, the Hawks, it feels like the Hawks have missed an opportunity here. It feels like they've missed an opportunity here to really stretch that lead. Now, granted, there was up a 16, but you guys know how I feel about leads in the NBA. <laughs> it means next to nothing, especially if it's in the first half. Leads don't mean anything. So 16 point lead. I'm not even really concerned with that because that's that. That's whatever. But Joel Embiid, in the final 20 seconds of this game, he had a go-away jumper. He had to go-ahead jumper. He deflected the pass by Trey Young. He hit two free throws to put Philly up three. And uh, he closed them out. He closed them out. And here's the thing. I think Trey played a good game. I thought he played a good game. But if you are a star, if you want to be first All-NBA... And I still think I don't I I wouldn't take too many point guards over Trey right now in the league as it is currently constructed. Let it be known. I wouldn't take many point guards over Trey if I take any point guards over Trey, you know. But when it's time to be a star, you got to be a star. And he wasn't a star tonight. He wasn't a star. Joel Embiid was a star. And I tell you another thing. I'm going to go even a step further. The number two wasn't even number two in like he needs the number two. Do you know what I'm saying? DeJounte Murray had way too many turnovers. Way too many turnovers tonight. Four turnovers in the second half. Way too many for me. I didn't like he hit a big bucket toward the end. But I'm going to tell you what. Shake Milton had a better game than DeJounte Murray. Bro, like you can't let that happen. You can't let Shake Milton cook, y'all. Like, it's one thing for Joel Embiid to get his. Like, I get it. Like, just Joel Embiid. He's one of the best players in this league. But Shake Milton? No disrespect to Shake Milton. But, bro, that's Shake Milton cooking, y'all. Like, he was walking to the rim, walking to the rim. Shake Milton, I say, I even saw one play where Matisse, Matisse Thibault like, got to the hoop. I'm like, yo, what kind of perimeter defense y'all playing? So, that's what it is, and that's what it was. Just another second-half breakdown of, uh, for the Atlanta Hawks. And to be honest with you, I don't know how you solve it. So, here's the thing. The New Jersey reaction is to say, okay, bring a new coach and staff in here. Okay, let's do that. Do that. Do you really think that's going to solve the problems? Do you really think that's going to solve the problems, right? If Trey has a bad game or DeJounte has a bad game, we want to blame Nate, right? Like, okay, I get it. Okay, maybe he's not putting them in best positions to win. But that's the same thing folks said about Lloyd. Oh, we need to get Lloyd up out here. Then Nate came, honeymoon's over. Now it's time to get Nate up out of here. How many coaches we going to burn through before we hold the players accountable? And here, now listen to what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that Nate is the guy. I'm I'm saying, look, let's spread this accountability along a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Nate, like, and and I held Nate to the fire last night. I held him to the fire, but I don't think I can pin this one on Nate. Now, obviously, he's going to have to eat some of it because he's the head coach. He's the head coach, and if they coming out tight, that's that's a coaching thing. So, like, yeah, I get it. But there's a balance that we have to have here, you know? Your stars weren't good tonight. DeJounte Murray had seven turnovers. You can't have your star have seven turnovers and six assists. I thought Trey was passing the ball. He, he was putting on a passing clinic. Ten assists, that's a good game. 18 points. But you got to be better. You a star, dog. Like, you a star. You first-team All-NBA. You want to be first-team All-NBA? You got the ball out. It can't it can't be this. It can't be this. You know? Not for what you want it to be. Now, if you just want to be a French NBA uh playoff team, that's fine. If you want to be a six seed, seven seed play in team, that's fine. But if you have aspirations to be something better, this can't be it. This can't be it. So, um, yeah, it, it was just, I mean, it was, it was I mean, they fought, and it, and it was very close. Then at the end of the game, you had the whole free throw thing, and John had to make miss a free throw and make another one, and he made the one that he was supposed to miss, and he missed the one he was supposed to make. It was very confusing. I'm like, yo, what is we doing? <laughs> what is we doing? I thought John played decent. the John played decent. What, he finished with 13 and 8? That's okay. Like, I, I mean, yeah. But... uh. Yeah, I, and Justin Holiday, man, he had himself a game. My guy wants his minutes back. <laughs> he wants his minutes back, y'all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, it it was a very ugly win tonight. I don't know where you go from here. I don't know if there needs to be a players-only meeting. I don't know if – um, I don't know, man. I really just don't know. I will say this, though. Everybody from the coaching staff – to every single player on that team needs to have a hard look in the mirror. I'm not saying they need to have a players only meeting. I'm saying that they, everyone, every person to a man needs to look themselves in the face and saying, am I being all that I can be? And I will guarantee you, everybody will look back. (laughs) That mirror is going to look back and it's going to look everybody in the face and say, Nope, no, you're not. You need to do better. And it starts to me with the defensive side of the ball. But that's just me because I'm kind of a defensive guy. You know? So if your whole stilo is you need a new we need a new coach, or Hawks need a new coach, they need a new coach of staff, like, okay, I'm not gonna bang you on that. Listen, I'm not going to bang you on that. And I think ultimately that might be what's needed. But what I saw tonight. I'm I just. I'm just not going to lay that out the hands of the coach. Not all of it. Not like I did last night. I'm just not going to. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to pontificate on the numbers and all that stuff tonight. And I'm, not, I'm not doing that tonight, man. We're not doing that. So, um, let me get my sponsors in here. On the other side, I'm going to give you my takeaways. I'm going to read what you guys had to say because you guys had a lot to say tonight. Y'all had a lot to say, and I want to hear from y'all. All right? So, stick around. Hawk Sweet Podcast. Y'all know how we get down. We'll be right back.
1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: All right, folks, we are back. Hawks Podcast talking about a Hawks loss, a tough Hawks loss, third in a row to the Philadelphia 76ers. And uh let's hear what you guys had to say, man. Y'all was fired up tonight. And I and I appreciate y'all checking in with me. I appreciate y'all hitting me up on Twitter and just letting me know how you feel. We don't always have to agree, but I appreciate you guys checking with me and y'all letting me know how y'all feel because I need to know the pace or or the um the tone, I guess. I need to know the tone of what the fans are thinking and what you guys are feeling. So Let's go to the Twitter. All right, uh, let's see. Rob Levin says, if last game caused people to overreact, I think this one proved that to be untrue. This team needs a change. Okay, Rob. You said what you said, brother. Appreciate the love checking us in. Rashad365 said, balance the game scoring from the team and we still lose. And Trey got to be smarter than that. You can't throw an ollie in that situation. Embiid was sitting on it. Hey, listen. Somebody Google for me if Joel Embiid has ever made an all-NBA defensive team. I'm sure he has at least one on his resume. You just got to know your personnel. You know, you just got to know your personnel. But... Let's see, Embiid, five-time NBA all-star, four-time member of the all-NBA team, and three-time member of the all-NBA defensive team. Yep, he's got three of them on his resume. Don't try to throw a lob over Embiid. Don't try to throw a lob over Giannis. Everybody else in the league might be fair game, but those two dudes, you don't want to do that. I'm just saying. My guy, Josh, Joshua Fletcher. My mama told me if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. I don't usually do that, but I'm tired. Hey, man, I I feel you, Joshua. I feel you, brother. Thanks for always checking in with us. Uh, my guy, Yogi, said a bunch of low IQ plays late in the game. I still refuse to blame the coach. I hold the players accountable. I agree with you, man. But listen, I'm holding the coach accountable too. Like, don't, don't, this, don't, don't disregard what I'm saying. I'm not saying that Nate isn't a problem or the coach staff isn't a problem. Like, there's room for everybody to be better. Everybody has to be better. Nate's got to coach them better. If whatever he's got to do to make these guys not tight in the second half, he's got to do that. The players, they got to be better. They got to get in the gym, start knocking down these three balls. They got to be better. I mean, they got to communicate better. They got to start holding each other accountable on the defensive side of the ball. They have to stop acting like, oh, well, you know, it's just, you know, it's just shots fall. They didn't fall. No, it's not, man. Like, it's bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, the coach going to eat some of this. He going to eat some of this. Like, there's room for accountability on all angles is what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Thrashinator, he <laughs> he sent me a gif of a baby just wiping his head like he was just fed up. So like I get it, man. I get it. Thanks for checking in. What is last, but definitely not definitely not least, uh, Mandy H said, devastated again, again. I get it. I get it, man. I feel your pain. I appreciate you guys checking in with me. That's what I appreciate. That right there. Um. Some of my takeaways of this, and I'm, I'm kind of just going to reiterate them. I said, Nate is going to take the blame. And I'm not saying his seat shouldn't be hot. The seat supply be hot. The expectations are high, man. Expectations are high. But I will say this here is what he is not responsible for. He's not responsible for Murray's seven turnovers, he's not responsible for Trey trying to throw that lob over seven feet and bead. During the most important possession of the game. He's not responsible for nobody guarding shake Milton on the perimeter. Like, yeah, maybe he could have schemed a little bit. Then, but he's not Eric Spolstra. Y'all know what y'all getting with with Nate. He's not Eric Spolstra. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, you can hold Nate to the fire. You can maybe even make his seat hot. But those three things I'm not going to blame him for. The second takeaway is, look, man, your stars going to have to be better. They're going to have to be better. Like Embiid, everybody knew Embiid was going to get that ball. When the score, when they was down by one, when the score was tied up on that last possession, everybody knew Embiid was going to get the ball. He got the ball, and he was going to take the shot. Now, let me ask you this, and I love asking you questions because I really can't get a response from you. <laughs> when the Hawks had the ball, when they had the ball and it was down by like one, did you know what they were going to do? No. And I think that's a problem. Because back in the day, you knew Mike was going to get the ball. You knew Kobe was going to get the ball. You knew Bron Bron was going to get the ball. You knew the ball going through Steph. You just don't know what's going to happen in crunch time with this Hawks team. Maybe DeAndre Hunter hits 3. I don't know, like, you know, in that play where they had the shot clock violation, like Trey waited too long to get things going, and then John's on the perimeter trying to dribble, and then he dribbles down into the paint and tries to wrap around the clint, and they get a shot clock? the hell are y'all doing, dog? Like, what is y'all doing? That was ugly, bro. Like, that was ugly. So, I'm going to tell you this. I've been doing this podcast. I've been covering this team for nine years. And sometimes I have more questions than I do answers. So I'm not going to come on here and pontificate like I know everything and like I know uh, what they need to do to turn things around because I don't. But I can tell you what is wrong, and there's a whole lot wrong. You can, the coaching is wrong. The stars are wrong. The defense is wrong. Like a lot of stuff is just wrong right now. That's just what it is right now. They got to turn it around. They got to get a dub, man. They got to get a dub. So, with that said, let's look forward to the next game, man. Next game, uh, they go to Orlando. They have a day off tomorrow, um, a much-needed day off. Now, this is, Now, granted, this was the second game of a back-to-back, you know. Um, they have a day off, and then they go to Orlando to take on the Magic um, on Wednesday. And then Friday, they are back home versus the Denver Nuggets. So those are the next two games. Four games in a week is a lot. But, hey, it's the NBA, man. Ain't nobody feeling sorry for y'all. Ain't nobody feeling sorry for y'all. Because everybody probably playing four games a week, three games a week. That's just what this league is, you know. It's still relatively early. So I would say that is a reason maybe not to panic. But if you're panicking, I
0: don't really blame you. (laughs) I
2: really don't blame you. So feel how you feel. You know what I mean? feel how you feel. But understand there's still a lot of basketball left, right? Still a lot of basketball left. Still a lot of time left. Still a lot of time left. So while there's still time left, make sure in the meantime, you subscribe to the podcast. Drop your boy a five-star rating. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And we will greatly appreciate it. So, we're going to put a bow on this thing. We're going to let this game be what it's going to be. We're going to tie a bow on it. We're going to let it be. And we're going to move on to the next. All right? So, thank you guys for checking out the podcast as usual. I appreciate all the support, all the love. And uh, I appreciate y'all, man. Like, I really do. I try to tell that every, every, every podcast. But I really appreciate y'all listening, man. I really do. So, without being said, come on, man. Say it with me. Say it with me. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. love. We out. Peace. Freebeats.io. 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 Freebeats.io.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. information connect with a wealth advisor today at that's corient.com that's c o r i e n t.com corient.com sick of being upsold at gyms